just start somewhere. You don't have to cut out, you don't have to start with drinking a gallon of water every day, eating only fruits and vegetables and pure protein and working out for two and a half hours. And getting nine to 10 hours of sleep a day, and doing this and doing that and making sure that's way too overwhelming. Yeah. I mean, you're going to do that for maybe three days and be like, screw this. This is exhausting. And then from there, you start over from zero. Welcome to the Lad Life Podcast. I'm Michelle. And I'm Shane. And together we are the Lads. Or widely known as Michelle. Our passion for all things marriage, health and fitness, and the fire life runs deep. Our goal through this podcast is to share our life experiences in hopes to encourage you through any stage of life you might be in. So grab your spouse or a friend, suit up and grab your pre-workout as we share the Lad Life. Welcome back to the Lad Life Podcast. We are so excited to be back talking your ear off. It's funny. We got a few messages on Instagram that people were worried about us. We're fine. Our marriage is fine. We just took a little time to regroup, fill our cups up so we could pour back into you guys. Yeah. Life can get super busy, so we always make it a priority to make sure our first priority is each other and filling each other up before all else. It's been a really nice break, but we are so excited to be back. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about motivation and discipline, the difference between those, and how to turn motivation into discipline. I know we say this a lot, but this is something we are extra passionate about. This actually stemmed from a question we got on Instagram a few weeks ago when we did a Q&A, and we thought it would be perfect to do a full podcast on this topic. The question we got on Instagram was, how do you all stay so motivated to live a healthy lifestyle? especially when it comes to eating and working out. Before we dive in, I just want to note you could apply this to multiple areas of your life, not only health and fitness, what we will be talking about today, but your marriage, family life, work life. We're going to be focusing mainly on health and fitness today. Yeah. Motivation and discipline can be applied to absolutely anything. Reading your Bible, being a good spouse. So we're going to be focusing on health and fitness, but just keep in mind that there's You can do this with anything. So let's start off with what motivation is, what discipline is, and then the differences between the two. The definition of motivation is the general desire or willingness of someone to do something. Discipline is training yourself to behave and work in a controlled and regular way. Discipline is what drives a person to succeed when faced with adversity. Discipline drives you to do the work you don't enjoy but is required. Discipline conquers fear. Discipline keeps you going when your curiosity, motivation, and excitement evaporate. Discipline takes a consistent effort. I think basically the easiest way to think about this is motivation is short-term and discipline is long-term. I really like this quote that I saw, and it is, it takes consistent self-discipline to master the art of setting goals, time management, leadership, parenting and relationships. If we don't make consistent self-discipline part of our daily lives, the results we seek will be sporadic and elusive. So basically, we have to discipline ourselves to be motivated, kind of, is basically what I get out of that. It takes time. You can't just do it once and expect it to be a new habit overnight. Habits take time to form, and you will fall and fail, but that's part of the process. Yeah, I think failing is part of being disciplined. I think if it's almost like with your paramedic test, if you, I mean, you failed the first 
four times. Three. First three times you pass on the fourth. So if you just quit after you failed, where would you be now? You wouldn't be a paramedic and all that time would be lost. But you were disciplined in studying and getting that work done. So it's it's about doing what you need to do. That's a perfect segue into our next point. Let's talk about what a habit is. Michelle, you want to tell everybody the definition of a habit? Yes. So the dictionary definition of a habit is an acquired behavior pattern regularly followed until it has become almost involuntary. I like that definition, especially how it says almost involuntary, meaning you do it without even thinking about it, kind of like breathing and stuff like that. So making a behavior so second nature, you do it without even thinking about it. You don't have to go zero to 100. You can make an easy transition, and that's what we're going to start talking about, how to make habits over time. Yeah, I just want to side note before we dive into this next part. Fitness and a healthy lifestyle for us has become, I guess you could say, a disciplined habit. It is just part of our routine every single day that we will work out. The span of time may vary, but we will work out at some point in the day. We we make that a priority because we have made it a habit throughout, I mean, all five years of our marriage so far and even before that. But we didn't start out this way. I mean, you can't just start out expecting to work out for two hours every single day. That's not going to go very well. So let's dive into the next part. Do, share with us the definition of insanity. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. If you never change anything, nothing will ever change. Yeah. Um, Our friend Tyler at the gym, he wears a pair of shorts and there's a quote on it that says, nothing will change if nothing changes. And it's true. Like nothing is going to change if you don't make the changes to change it. Change, change, change. (laughs) So it's just like, it's like Shane said before, just start somewhere. You don't have to cut out you don't have to start with drinking a gallon water every day eating only fruits and vegetables and pure protein and working out for two and a half hours getting nine to ten hours of sleep a day doing this and doing that and making sure that's way too overwhelming yeah i mean you're gonna do that for maybe three days and be like screw this this is exhausting and then from there you start over from zero so start slow Just start with one thing. Okay, this week, I'm going to start with drinking more water. I know I don't drink enough water, so my priority is going to be drink more water. Once you succeed with that, then the next week, say, okay, my goal this week is to work out for 30 minutes four times this week. Do that for a few weeks. So you're adding water, you're adding exercise. Then once you have that down as a habit, add something else in. Start taking away soda. Then once you have that, don't just make all these massive changes at once. And then that's when you climb up the hill and then all of a sudden you fall down super fast. You want to climb the hill nice and slow and stay at the high point. It's like stepping stones. Yeah. One thing at a time. Once you master that, then that one habit becomes involuntary, like drinking water, then add another stepping stone. So you don't have to try to juggle all of these different things, just one thing at a time. People, I think, try to go way too fast, say, I'm going to do it all, and they crash and burn within the first week. So don't do that. Take one thing, one step at a time. I always try to tell people it's the same as if you want to become super smart. 
you don't read every book in the library the first time you go. Yeah. You pick one book and you read one sentence and then the next sentence and then boom, you finish with that book. You go back, pick another one. You don't try to sit through the whole week and read the whole book word book, for word. Yeah. Word for word. In so. one sitting. Yeah, and I think that's the case. So kind of pulling the discipline, motivation, and habit down. You have to be disciplined in your habits. See, you have to wake up every day and be disciplined enough to say, no matter what happens, I'm going to do this. Perfect example, actually, Shane just came off of one of his roughest shifts to date. He got to sleep through the night after about midnight, but from about, actually all day you were running a good amount of calls, but he started his workout at 2.30 and did not finish his workout until 9.30. And he had... we don't even know how many he can't he lost track he had so many disturbances and i'm saying this because i know he wouldn't but i'd want to brag because that to me is discipline yes after like the third interruption he could have just said screw it he would have been fine if he didn't finish his workout he would have not it's not like he would have gotten fat overnight like he would have been okay not to finish but he set out that morning that no matter what i know there is a strong possibility my workout's going to be interrupted with calls and it was several times it's just like he says to some of the guys at the department when they ask him how come after you get interrupted you don't just quit and he his response a lot of the times is if you get a call while you're eating dinner do you just throw it away and not finish no He's disciplined himself enough to, no matter what, he's going to get this workout done. Yes, like I said, he could have just not done it and he would have been just fine. But that's an outlet for him and it relieves his stress and he knows that it's good for him. He's disciplined enough to know that he needed that workout. Ben Bergeron, one of the top CrossFit coaches, always says, what you do with one thing is how you do everything. So if I quit in my workouts or... If I, you know, gave up, then you're more likely to quit and give up on the easier stuff. So if I just, I'm not a quitter. So if I decide, you know what, that's not worth it. I'll start, I'll quit midway if I get a call. Maybe a couple weeks down the road, it happens again, I'll quit again. And then I'll quit on something else. And it's just a slippery slope. So stick to it and don't let anything get in your way. Yeah, it's just kind of building off what you said. Yesterday, he quits halfway through. He will say he's an hour into his workout after several interruptions. Well, the next time, he's 30 minutes into his workout and has already had two interruptions. And then the next time, he's interrupted right when he starts his warm-up. And so the third after that, he just like, screw it. I'm just not going to work out on shift. And that just turns into something worse. I mean, he's setting an example to his coworkers by his discipline and his dedication, if that makes sense. I'm very proud of you. He was so, I know he was so frustrated. I could tell, but I told him he is, he's a good man. Thank you. Anyways. So this takes us right into the next thing about how long it takes someone to form a habit. On average, it takes about 21 days or three weeks for a behavior to become a habit. Yeah. So kind of just, again, what we've said before is you're not just going to three days in all of a sudden be a pro at living a healthy lifestyle. Start somewhere. Take three weeks and drink more water three weeks. Like I said before, one thing at a time. If it takes you three weeks to add things in and take things out, so be it. It's your journey. It's your path to discipline and you choose how you want to do it. We just want to encourage you to do it. 
No, one little side note is if you do have a bad day or if you derail and you don't hit your marks or you don't eat the right things or you don't drink enough or you don't work out enough, don't let that derail your whole journey. Yeah. Remember where you started, remember where you're at, and remember where you want to be. One bad day doesn't mean throw it all in the trash, start from zero, and give up completely. It means, okay, we had a bad day. Tomorrow, we'll get back on the train. We'll do it. Yeah, it's like I say, one one cup of ice cream, ice cream, <laughs> one cup of ice cream. Am I saying that funny? It sounds weird in my head. One cup of ice cream isn't going to make you gain back the 30 pounds you lost. Granted, everything in moderation, yes, but just like eating a salad isn't going to make you skinny. Letting those things happen is okay. I mean, there are times when we have a really bad workout day and we just weren't feeling it, but at least we got out there and did it. We don't let that start to unspiral into the next days and weeks. I always say a bad workout day is better than a no workout day. Yeah. Also on this, I wanted to add something. A lot of people in the fitness realm like to use the word cheat meals or cheat days. We don't really like to say that is because it puts a negative connotation towards certain types of food. Like if Mm -hmm. we have a donut or dessert, if we call it cheating, that kind of makes you feel like you're doing something bad and you try to avoid it. Or when you do it, you just feel completely guilty and that's when you get derailed. So instead of calling it cheating or a cheat meal, just you had dessert, you, you either treated yourself like a treat or you call it refeed yeah, refeed day. Yeah, everyone just, needs a refeed day. You just want to eat some stuff that you don't normally have, and that's okay. Doing it once a while, once in a while. Yeah, I mean, we are absolutely not saying that you should have donuts and cookies every night, but in my mind, once a week after you've had a good dinner, you've had your fruits and vegetables. Sure, if you want to have half of a cookie, you are not going to, like we said, wake up, gain those 10, 10 pounds back. And just by doing it once doesn't mean you have to throw it all out. Doesn't mean you have to say, oh, starting from zero and I'm just going back to my old habits. It's okay. I think that's part of being disciplined in your thoughts too. I know we're talking about different areas of being disciplined, but that's training your mind not to eat those things and immediately feel guilty. I used to do that. I mean, Shane can be the first to tell you I was when I was on my I call it my skinny kick. I was eating not enough food. I was not eating any sugar dessert like I just it wasn't healthy because I would eat those things and I would automatically feel like I gained 10 pounds in my head. I'm like, you're not good enough. Everything you've worked for is out the out the trash. It is so not true. Just like I mean, I know I just said it, but one salad isn't going to make you skinny one cookie is not going to make you fat every once in a while. One cookie every night possibly is going could, to make yeah. you probably yeah. heavy. But everything in moderation. And I, you can find healthy alternatives. Halo Top ice cream. We found Halo Top popsicles. There's popcorn that's not terrible. Like there, make your own almond flour cookies and different stuff like that. Yeah. So yes, there's treats out there. Treat yourself. Because if you're super, super strict and you have that one bad downfall, it's going to be really bad. But if you're more lenient towards yourself, just have some grace. You know, don't have too much grace, but have grace 
towards yourself and be like, okay, that was a little little treat. Don't call it a cheat, but a treat. And we'll move on. Yeah. I like it. I feel like we got off a little bit, but that's okay. I think those were good things to say. For me, a lot of times people ask us, like, how come we never eat out? Or how can we eat so healthy? And the trade-off of eating unhealthy is far worse than eating healthy. I truly don't like this is me personally. I'm not shaming anybody. If you can eat McDonald's and feel good, so be it. I wish I could be that way. But I could, I would much rather eat burger in a bowl. If you don't know what that is, check out our Instagram because I can have so much more of it rather than going to McDonald's and having a Big Mac. Like I would feel so much better, so much more satisfied and probably get so much more food than if I were to go to McDonald's and eat that Big Mac. So for for us, the trade-off of eating healthy is far, it holds far more weight than eating unhealthy. We truly eat to fuel our bodies and eating healthy does not have to be gross. We are big foodies and we don't eat gross food. <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with what we're talking about, but... And that's probably one thing you could add on your habit list is stop going to fast food places. Um, fast food uh, doesn't include Chick-fil-A, by the way. Chick-fil-A is <laughs> the, Lord's uh, food. the Lord's food. You could go there. Yes. Uh, that's just a side note. But it's true, though, like maybe add that into after drinking waters. Oh, I'm not going to drink any more soda and I'm not going to go to a fast food place and actually start cooking your own food and actually buying your food and seeing what you're eating because we want you guys to start transitioning from food is eh, it's there i'll eat it or it's pleasurable and i i'm addicted to it to it fuels my body yeah i always tell people just start thinking about your body as like a car like a ferrari or a sports car you don't just go pouring syrup in its gas tank right that won't run very well you don't you put gasoline, high premium fuel in there. So same with your body. You don't want to fill it up with junk and sugar and stuff like that. We want to put actually good stuff in there. Yeah. We're going to do a whole podcast on nutrition, what works for us. It doesn't work for anyone, but it. I truly believe that these things fall under the realm of being disciplined. It's just like being disciplined when you go out. If you're going, if you are with a group of friends and they want to go to McDonald's, get the salad. Sometimes the salad is worse. Don't put all the dressing on it. Like that's usually what the problem is. Get healthier options. So be disciplined in the choices that you're making for the time you're spending at the gym, the changes that you want to make. I think it all just kind of circles back into being disciplined. Um, Another thing we are extremely passionate about is nutrition. So that'll be on an upcoming podcast. I want to add one thing with discipline is... Yes, habits, forming those habits, but we need goals, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say your goal is to lose 50 pounds or to look better in the mirror or to perform better when you're working out. A good thing is when you're about to make a choice because food is all about choices. You either eat that or don't eat that. Eat this or eat that. So when you're about to have a food choice, look at it, think, will this help me in my long-term goal or will it derail me for my long-term goal yeah nine times out of ten it will probably derail you because nobody's looking at a salad saying "Ooh, i don't know if this is a good choice or not people probably are looking at sugary cookies and brownies and stuff like that majority of the time it's a 
bad thing when mm-hmm. it comes to it. So that's a great thing when it comes to discipline is always have your goal in mind and never forget it because when you are 50 pounds less, you're going to look back and thank yourself because you said no to those cookies. Yeah. I think being disciplined also comes with establishing what your why is. We the, we are going to cover some questions specifically on motivation that we got, but I want to mention this about having your why. Motivation is going to come and go. Like I said at the beginning, motivation is short-term, discipline is long-term. As part of that discipline and achieving that long-term goal, if you always have your why in the back of your mind, you're constantly reminded of why you're doing what you're doing. And that helps you be disciplined to stay on track. Mine and Shane's whys is to be healthy and to kick butt into our 90s. We want to be running around with our kids and our grandkids and hopefully one day our great-grandkids being able to play in the front yard with them, take them to theme parks, do stuff with them. So we're training our bodies and specifically now so that we are able to do that. I know so many grandparents wish they lived their life differently younger so that they could do these things. So I'm glad that we've had the exposure that we have had in order to be disciplined enough now so that we can have that in the future. And it's kind of like thinking about like your finances do you want to be in complete debt when you're retired no you want to have a good retirement when you're retired kind of same concept with your health you want to do what you can now so when you are older you're not a detriment to your family you're not oh we have to put grandma in a nursing home Mm -hmm. or she's too overweight or he's too overweight and he's on too many medications and this and that yeah remember your why do you want to be healthy in your old age and if you're older doesn't mean you can't start now anything is better than nothing yeah so remember your why and then also you mentioned finances i think that's a great thing to also talk about discipline i am very motivated a lot of times to go buy a lot of stuff shoes and earrings mostly but discipline is what keeps me on track because i know that like shane mentioned we want to have a specific, or we just want to have a good retirement. We don't want to have to work until we're 85 years old. Like we want to be able to retire and not have to have a part-time job. So we're disciplined now in our finances, adding to certain accounts that so that when we are retired, we have that money and we can enjoy retirement not having to work. So being disciplined in your finances is also a great thing to do talking about your why some people are very good with writing it down that might help you to always have it visualized you could write it on your mirror every morning when you wake up have it on your phone screen whatever so it's always there if you don't have it looking at you in your face maybe it's easier to forget so maybe that might help some people when it comes to the why and i like what ben bergeron said we refer to him a lot but easy choices now makes a hard life later yeah Hard choices now make an easy life later. That's so good. I like that a lot. And all those, uh, anything when it comes to discipline, all comes down to one word, and it's a choice. Every human being has one thing, and it is the ability to choose. So you have the right to live a healthy lifestyle. Don't let anybody 
tell you or don't think that somebody is keeping you from a healthy lifestyle. Everybody has the choice to live it. Why not choose to do that now? That's so good. I know. <laughs> Might quit my job and be a motivational speaker. Yeah, you could do that. Yep. You motivate me all the time. Yep. And it all comes down to your, your thoughts. Yes. There's this quote. So my mom, she's still... literally just going to say that. Really? Yeah. It's like we're married. <laughs> so my mom had this on our refrigerator all growing up. Anytime I would go to the fridge to fill my water up, it was there. It is still there. I think she got it reprinted because it'd probably be yellow and crusty by now. So it is, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, it becomes your destiny. Everything builds on itself. So it all starts with your thoughts, your choices. Nobody can control that. That's you. Yeah. That's good. That was a good little... You should be a motivational speaker. You think of stuff on the fly. I know. That was in internet. So just to recap, when it comes to motivation and discipline, we throw motivation out the door because it's a feeling. We don't want to base our lifestyle and our health and fitness or any aspect of our life on a feeling. Feelings come and go. You could say, I feel like going to work. Eh, I feel like not going to work. But we still go because we're disciplined to go because there's a reward for you, a paycheck. Same thing with health and fitness. We want to be disciplined enough to form those habits and actions to where they become involuntary. You do it, you get a reward of a healthy lifestyle in the end that's recapped kind of in a nutshell yeah okay so we want to go through some of the questions there's a, there's a few that we got on instagram about motivation so the first one is what are some key tips on how to stay motivated consistently i'm going to change that i'm going to say what are some key tips on how to stay disciplined constantly consistently sorry so you, you go and then I'll see if I have anything to add. Just start very basic is find your why. Find your goals, your why, whatever you want to call it. What do you want in the future? Could be short-term, long-term, whatever you want. Could be both. Write it down. Have it in your face. Know your why. Know your goals. And always look to that. Every choice you're about to do, does it lead you towards that or derail you from that? I think that's the very basic when it comes to staying consistent because if you don't have a map how do you know where you're going to go no one gets anywhere without google maps these days exactly you need a map you need your why you need a point of direction yep and then i would just say i know we kind of mentioned it earlier but don't go zero to a hundred just start somewhere pick one thing do it for the next three weeks pick another thing do it for the next three weeks have have a map of what you are going to do okay so next question how do you all discipline yourself into a daily routine i can go i kind of have something so at this point like shane mentioned it's kind of become second nature at the beginning of the week we talk about specific things what time we're going to work out where we're going to work out whether it's our garage gym or at the crossfit gym we work out what time we're going to eat meals. So I would say at this point, we have disciplined ourselves so much that it's just how we live our lives. 
And so again, we did not get here overnight. We didn't just do this one time and it just is a thing now. It was a constant thing. There were times when we forgot to talk about it and everything was a a mess. We didn't know when we were working out what we were eating. That's okay. Just start somewhere. But we did it over time, constantly working on our goals and our routine. And if you want health and fitness a part of your life, make it a priority. A lot of people think that, oh, I have kids, I have a, I have a job, I have this, I have that. If I make my health and fitness a priority, then I'm being selfish. And the answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. 100% yes, it is selfish. If you carve out time to work out and to plan your meals and meal prep and know what you're going to eat, it is 100% selfish and it is 100% necessary. Yep. Because being selfish in your health and fitness in the long term will benefit your family because they will not be burdened by you. Yeah. So that's my thing when it comes to a daily routine is prioritize stuff carve out time don't have that negative mindset of this is selfish i shouldn't do it yes it is you should do it yeah i think that is so the way that i see that is instead of using your kids your work as an excuse use it as your motivator exactly like i'm gonna work out so that my kids get the best of me let's be honest We are not parents yet, but I can imagine being a parent is so stressful. Working out's a great way to relieve that stress so you're not taking it out on your kids or your family. There are days when I will snap on Shane and he's like, you need to go for a run. And it's true, like, I'm not, I'm going to better myself so I could be better for my husband. A better version of you benefits everybody. Yep, and same with your job. I have found it to be that I am so much more efficient at work. I get so much more done after I've worked out. So use that as your motivator to work out. Imagine your kids looking at you and realizing that you don't live a healthy lifestyle because of them, and that's your excuse. Mm -hmm. How bad do you think your kids would feel? Don't use other people as an excuse for you to not have a healthy lifestyle. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Once again, it is your choice you need a man up to it or hard, woman up to it <laughs> hard truth but we are again this strikes a chord with us if you haven't told if you can't tell but there are days that we don't we don't want to work out like there was what was it last thursday it was our active recovery day it's our cardio day and shane was laying on the the floor in the garage rolling out and he's like my motivation level is here and his hand is smushed on the ground like we didn't have motivation because motivation comes and goes but we know that we will feel better after that workout. So that's how we push through days where we lack motivation because there are days. There are probably more days that we lack motivation, but we are disciplined and do it anyway. Be disciplined and do it anyway. I like it. Okay. Um, Last question is, how do you stay motivated in the gym? We kind of just talked about that, but I will say, again, motivation is get yourself a pre-workout. Drink that motivation right down your throat. (laughs) You're jittery and ready to go. You'll be seeing colors. That's right. That's how we get, yes. You'll be seeing sound. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, seeing sound. But seriously, like we are not motivated every day to work out. We worked out this morning at 11 o'clock in the morning. We are not morning people to work out. 
that's kind of early for us. Now, I drank my pre-workout and drank my motivation right down my throat. ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, I know there's a lot, but another thing that makes it all of this a whole lot easier is having accountability. Oh, yeah. Is having somebody accountable for your actions saying, hey, did you work out today? Did you eat healthy today? What were your meals like? Because if you tell your accountability partner, Michelle's mine and I'm hers. I am? Yeah. I'm just kidding. So if you tell whoever it is like, hey, I ate at McDonald's three times and I ate a whole dozen cookies and 12 12 brownies (laughs) and a dozen donuts, you probably won't make that mistake twice. Yeah. Um, So having accountability for a healthy lifestyle, I think is is a easier way because doing it alone, just like anything doing it alone is very difficult. So having somebody else there along with you, and it could go both ways. Just like, well, that's, we work out together, we eat healthy together, like- We if, eat donuts together. Yeah. <laughs> so having an accountability person that goes both ways where you could ask for advice and they give you help and vice versa, I think would help a lot of people. Don't be- so closed off and think i could do this by myself you probably you can't yeah you need help and don't be ashamed to ask for accountability yeah one of the um, main things at our church is don't do life alone and especially in the last year we have learned how important it is to have people in your life and again accountability to be disciplined in all areas of your life. If you have a spending problem, find someone who's going to be your accountability and get disciplined in your spending problem. I had one. And we got disciplined in our spending. And we're good now. Find somebody who knows your goals and is going to kindly walk you through. There are going to be days that you mess up. There's going to be days where you're not motivated and disciplined. You want to just throw it out the door. Find someone who's going to say, hey, look, go for a walk for 30 minutes. That's all you need. But find somebody who's not going to, if you tell them you had McDonald's four days in a row, they're not going to be like, it's okay. No, it's not okay. You need a little tough love. Yeah, you did that, but let's move forward. Now you're going to go 14 days without McDonald's. But find someone who's going to love you through your problems, but also not just be like, that's okay. Are you sad? Have another cookie. And I think that's why... The TV show, if you ever watched it, The Biggest Loser did so great. All of the contestants did so great losing weight because they were in a controlled environment and had accountability with them 24-7. Yeah. So you got to be vulnerable. You got to tell them when you slip up, mess up, and realize that it's okay, but we got to move towards that goal. Let that accountability partner keep reminding you of your why, of your priorities, and of your goals yeah i was at trader joe's the other day with my mom and perfect example we get these mexican chips they are so good and i bought five bags and my mom bought one and i was like because we live about 30 minutes my mom does too from trader joe's we don't get over there too often i said why don't you get more and she looked at me she said i can't have self-control around these so one bag is all that we can and you know what at first i was like that's that's silly why can't you have some self-control around this self-discipline but you know what she knows her limits she knows if she bought five bags they would probably be gone in five days and good for her for being able to not do that we don't buy certain things because we can't be disciplined around them exactly and so 
Find someone who's going to say, hey, you don't need that in your grocery cart. Go put it back. Find someone who's going to tough love you and keep you on your track. And I I know I mentioned him so many times, but Ben Bergeron (laughs) says he doesn't bring home the foods from the grocery store that will make him stumble. Like he doesn't buy Oreos and donuts and cookies and stuff like that. And if his kids or families wants it... If, if they, they have, want ice cream, he's they will have to get in a car, drive to the store, come back, and then eat it. And you're mo- less likely to do it. Exactly. So if you have to leave your comfort of your house to go get this temptation, you deserve most, it. <laughs> you most likely won't do it because there's more there's more hurdles in your way. Yeah. So if you're in charge of grocery shopping. A discipline you could start doing is don't buy those things that make you stumble. Yeah. And if your kids want them, oh, well, sorry. (laughs) Your kids are going to eat what you feed them. (laughs) Exactly. So I think that's another addition of different things you could do to be disciplined in your food choices. Yeah, I like that. So the last question, I put this at the end for a reason, and it is, why do you hate the word motivation so much? I think if you've been listening long enough to this podcast, you can kind of tell, but motivation is short term. I truly don't think, it's like Shane said, most of the times we are not motivated, air quote, to go to work every day. We're not motivated to, heck, if you're working from home, get up and get dressed, even though you're working from home. It's discipline that gets you somewhere. So motivation is, I just feel like it's, everybody uses motivation as their crutch. Oh, I'm not motivated today. Let's try and take motivation out of our vocabulary and and switch it out with the word discipline. Because how would you feel saying, I'm not disciplined enough to work out today? I mean, think about it that way. Instead of saying, I'm not motivated to work out, I'm not disciplined to work out. You are disciplined to work out. You're choosing not to. So that's my challenge. Replace the word motivation with discipline in all areas of life. I love it. It's you perfect. Have anything else to add? I think it's perfect. Took the reins on that. Oh, that's perfect. As always, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Lad Life Podcast. If you enjoy listening to us, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at underscore the lad life, at underscore the Michelle lad, and at underscore the Shane lad. We made it very easy for y'all. And be sure to follow the newest member of our family at underscore the Stanley man. He is the cutest little retriever, golden retriever you'll ever find. And if you don't know, go right now and find out and follow him because he's so cute. You will not regret it. He's not ours, by the way. He's my parents, but we he's say kinda he's, ours. he's basically ours. Yes. We love him. Thank you all for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of The, the Land Life. Life.